Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. This is the ninth day of December, and this the year of our Lord, 2022. I will be examining recent ongoing actions by the global ruling elite, which may appear to be conspiracies, but could be simple stupidity or just coincidence. The best example is the recent release of part of one of the Twitter files by Twitter CEO Elon Musk through reporter Matt Tybee which clearly show collaboration between the ruling Democrat Party elite and the tech companies to influence elections and suppress unwanted speech known otherwise as opinions they disagreed with. Speaking of conspiracies, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that two days ago, the 7th of December was the 81st anniversary of the attack on the United States Naval Base at Pearl Harbor, the Day of Infamy, as FDR labeled it in which some 24 U.S. military personnel died and which launched the U.S. into the worst world war in human history. Back in in 2022, back to today, it can be noted that many strange events appear to be conspiracies but can more accurately be described as stupidity by an individual or group of individuals. Sometimes the coordination of the event in question by elite actors is apparent. But is that necessarily a conspiracy? Most of the players go to the same top acceptable schools where they study under the same group of like-minded academics. They are members of the same club. They come up through the same government service in the same agencies and institutions. Can there be any wonder then that since they have so much in common, they think alike, they share the same globalist goals? It's just as foolish to believe that no events are conspiracies as it is to believe that all events are conspiracies. For example, the assassination of President Kennedy, according to the Warren Commission, was the act of one deranged man, but polls reveal that the vast majority of Americans do not believe that is the case. So, the majority believe it was a conspiracy, but they feel powerless to do or say anything, even to mention their belief in public, the Twitter files, reveal an unprecedented level of corruption and collusion between the U.S. government and the big tech companies to manipulate American elections. More than likely, it does not stop with Twitter, but extends to most of all the tech media companies. There is plenty of corruption to cover everybody, to go around in this scandal, but the evidence released reveals that most tweets were censored at the demand of the Democrat Party. One explanation is that most Twitter employees were Democrat Party supporters and more than likely very happy to meet the demands of the Democrat elite. Their requests to censor were direct to the people at Twitter who were told to, quote, handle them. And internal documents show they did just that. The people in government and the insiders at Big Tech seemed desperate at the prospect of what they tried so hard to censor and probably assumed would never see the light of day exposed to the light. Elon Musk, think what you will of him, has owed a debt of gratitude for his heroic defense of free speech. In one of his tweets, he said, quote, This is a battle for the future of civilization if free speech is lost even in America. Tyranny is all that lies ahead. End quote. Are we about to see the suppressed information on the Hunter Biden laptop? How the 2020 election was rigged in favor of Biden, all the lies, filthy corruption of the teachers' unions, more filth than even I can remember? Probably not, folks. But we will see, as Mr. Musk now says, he will reveal what really happened with Twitter's suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The potential of this story 
To prize the lid from many other scandals or conspiracies is the most hopeful thing about it. Ron Paul, in his most recent Liberty Report, referred to what may actually be out there. He talked about how the CIA is openly sought after and its agents routinely hired by media outlets to manipulate what Americans are allowed to see and to know. Big tech censorship is now a critical part of the national security state. Quote, This is a corruption scandal so massive that it is almost guaranteed to never be properly investigated. Government itself is among the most guilty, and we know Government commissions are really about covering up rather than uncovering the crimes committed, but the truth is powerful. Some 58 years ago, after the Warren Report whitewashed the assassination of President Kennedy, polls show that few Americans believe the official narrative, end quote. The best account of this marriage between the media, the intelligence arm of government, and organized crime can be found in a two-volume set of books by investigative journalist Whitney Webb, who devoted a great deal of her life to the project. The title of the two volumes is One Nation Under Blackmail, the sordid union between intelligence and organized crime that gave rise to Jeffrey Epstein. Her books tell the story of how the whole system became corrupted by the power of what was called intelligence in World War II when the government deemed it necessary to control public reception of information. Elon Musk used independent Reporter Matt Tybee to release the Twitter files to the public. The media immediately attacked him for doing PR for Musk. However, Musk said he turned all the information over to Tybee and was not overseeing its release. Former New York Times reporter Barry Weiss, whom I have mentioned in these reports before, was also involved in releasing the information. From this information, it's no longer debatable that Twitter blocked the New York Post story on the Hunter Biden laptop scandal and effectively blocked the Post account from the public. In addition, Twitter employees worked closely with the Biden administration to censor free speech, especially about the COVID vaccine and alternate COVID treatments for some reason. The government seems to have an unnatural interest in censoring health information. If this information coming out about the government and Twitter for all, it would be plenty, but as usual, folks, it gets worse. I point you again to Rudolph Rummel's book, Death by Government, in which he documents some 200 million deaths by government in the 20th century alone. The figure is now up to 262 million in this century to date. Mankind has made much progress over the centuries, but politically, the progress since the year 815 and the adoption of the Magna Carta Progress since then has been toward centralization, centralization of power regardless of politics. The concentration has continued in America for decades despite wars, politics, voting, civil upheaval, financial upheaval, all matter of propaganda delivered to the masses as news or science. The people are constantly told that freedom or democracy will improve or be made safe by one politician or another. But outright lies normally prevail in one way or another. For example, excess deaths have run rampant since the COVID vaccine was introduced. This is science and mathematics. It's simply not arguable. Now we hear constantly the buzzword when some young person dies suddenly that it is, quote, sudden death or died suddenly as if death without cause were a disease itself. This affliction seems to affect everyone, but especially Young, healthy adults, the population faced extreme lockdowns 
or said another way, prison. And in China, the people are still being tortured by harsh imprisonment. Many are now on their third, fourth, or fifth round of fatal injections disguised as vaccines. One would think that would be enough for the depopulation rulers and other mass killers, but apparently it is not. Now we have war with the nuclear threat always before us, ever before us as well as growing famine around the world to aid the killing of humanity. They consolidate their power. They lie. They cheat. They steal to keep their power so they can obey the dictates of their globalist masters. So what does all this talk about globalists and their possible depopulation agenda have to do with Twitter censorship and media cooperation with government and its intelligence agencies? The answer is that it is all part of the invisible prison or the prison without walls or the digital prison that is currently under construction and almost complete for every human on this earth. China is serving as a global laboratory for the whole world, but the whole world is working to implement China's successes. Censorship and the denial of access to truthful and accurate information are critical to the final enactment of the digital prison now under construction for us. Denial of truthful information forces us into a false reality similar to Plato's allegory of the cave where people are prisoners in a cave staring at the cave walls for their entire lives. There is a fire behind them, and people walk in front of the fire so the prisoners can see their shadows on the wall. The shadows are just that, shadows. But to the prisoners, the shadows are their reality because it is all they see. A similar denial of reality is part of our current and future prison, your digital identity will be your digital prison in the future. The day of individual freedom and liberty is rapidly drawing to a close on planet Earth. Absent the intervention of God, the implementation of this system will be irreversible. Therefore, it is very important for you to check this out for yourself. Don't discount my report just because it may sound crazy to you. Your digital identity will tie in with the social credit system and will control what you can do in your everyday life. Surveillance cameras... With facial recognition, software have been erected around the world to implement this facial recognition system. The United States has the most, China second. Facial recognition is a great convenience and security feature of the global surveillance state. You won't need to remember pins or passwords or be so inconvenienced since only you have your face. It is advertised as more secure Sold as good for convenience and security, it is a crucial part of mass control of humanity and a part of your digital prison. Just as in China, a social credit system powered by facial recognition will control your future life. By the end of this year, there will be one billion collecting cameras in the world, all connected to the Internet, all powered by artificial intelligence, cameras and audio recording devices, and cell phones, cars, anything with the word smart in its description will continue to collect and share data about you even when you are inside your home. This data will combine to give each individual a score based on his or her behavior and interaction with the world. Ultimately, that score, your social credit score, will dictate what you can and cannot do, where you can and cannot buy, and what where you can and cannot go. The World Economic Forum describes digital identity as the new social contract. It begins with vaccine passports and ends with CBDC or central bank 
digital currency, which is very close to implementation. So this is the new social contract, according to Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, who was an honored guest speaker at the recent G20 summit in Indonesia. He is invited and treated as if he were a head of state. I noticed this new social contract is not really a contract in the sense of a bargain for exchange. It is instead a matter imposed by force from above. Finally, folks, conspiracy, stupidity, or coincidence is for you to decide, but I believe the digital prison is indeed our future unless we can rise up and prevent its censorship and the denial of access to opposing views is the most critical part of the implementation of the new system. Perhaps it will be kinder, gentler prison than the crude ones the Chinese Communist Party is currently running, but our elite betters experiment. They watch, they learn by example. At least that's the way I see it. Till next time, folks, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.